This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, most satisfied customers 11 years in a row. Isn't it time you called Red Energy on 131 806? And Prince Wine Store, bringing wine enthusiasts the greatest wine in the world. Welcome to a little bonus episode, our fifth update with Caro from Quarantine. Yes, Craig Hutchison suggested we catch up with Caro as much as we could in quarantine because she's a sitting duck. She's got nothing better to do than chat with me. <laughs> he was right, though, Caro, that people would find this uh, quite fascinating. We've had some Instagram messages uh, from people, Arbert. 06 on Insta saying, I'm flying to Australia on Friday and have found Caro talking quarantine. Fascinating. I'm actually pretty excited. It's like a mystery flight, but to a hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, mystery is a a very good way of putting it, Jane. I think, you know, I think maybe I mentioned this the other day, but the first week really flew for me. I think I, I was tired. I had a lot to do. I had a lot of people to catch up on, work to do. Day eight, I fell in a bit of a slump. And as I said to you, that might have been a bit um, connected with the book I'd just finished and um, the film, I, the show I'd just watched, which were both a bit disappointing. But I'm now on day 10. And this, as my daughter said this morning when she rang me, you're double figures, Mum. <laughs> Four so, days to go. What's on for the weekend, Caro? Can I cheekily ask? Have you actually planned anything or is it just a blur of Netflix and books? Uh, look, I spoke to one friend who said she's off to um, Chinatown for lunch today in Melbourne. And another friend, another family member who said, they're having a special dinner tonight and another family member who's driving to the beach and to be honest I did I did feel a little bit bitter and resentful I've got to say <laughs> but my weekend will kick off with Brisbane Richmond tonight at the Gabba where they're expecting an unbelievably big crowd of over 30,000 um, I've written my column for the age on Saturday which is an examination of the leadership change at the Melbourne Football Club where um, not everything might have been as it appears and a bit of um, a political change there welcoming back the old guard to Melbourne. And I've actually watched a really nice little movie and read a really nice little book. All right, well, let's start with that screen recommendation then because hopefully it's a little more upbeat than the uh, Scandi Noir you weren't necessarily impressed with. (laughs) Forget that. Actually, there's another good one on SBS I'm going to embark on. My friend Sal recommended to me the other day called Made in Italy. Now, there's a film called Made in Italy with Liam Neeson, but this is a sort of set in the 70s series, Italian series, all about the birth of the Italian fashion industry. So I'm looking forward to that. But I watched this lovely film... It's an indie American film. It's only a small film. It runs for an hour and a half. And it's written and directed by an actress by the name of Dolly Wells. Um, It's her first film and it's called Good Posture. Have you heard anything about this? No, not at all on my radar. Well, when you Google Good Posture, you'll end up on a whole lot of yoga websites. So Google Good Posture movie, but it's... It's a familiar story about a reclusive author who is played by the English actor Emily Mortimer, who I absolutely love, who, of course, we all loved in the newsroom. Um, But the star is a a gorgeous young actor by the name of Grace Van Patten. She plays a rather directionless, troubled young girl who is sent to live in a desperate situation in Brooklyn with Emily Mortimer and her partner. Um, Emily Mortimer knew um, 
the main character's mother. The, the main character is Lillian and she breaks up with her boyfriend early in the film. And it is about their relationship and how it develops. And it's a very poignant story and I really recommend it. A really good American indie film, good posture. And is this current day? Is this uh, the you know modern day period it's set in? Yep, yep. It um, was released in 2019, but because of COVID, it never really went anywhere. Um, I streamed it. I actually first saw it on the plane when I was, I mean, I saw it mentioned on the plane when I was flying over to Amsterdam. But I would really recommend it. So that, and, and I've also read a really lovely little book that I read very quickly, which um, is by one of my favourite authors, and it's called The Redhead by the Side of the Road. I don't know. Have you heard of that? No. Another one. Fresh, fresh recommendations here, Karen. Well, I think I don't think it's, it's brand new, but it, um, it's reminiscent of The Rosie Project ah. in the... It, it's about – I don't – I couldn't tell you if the main character is um, Asperger's or where he sits on the spectrum, but he's a wonderful character and it's basically his story, um, beautifully written. It's by, sorry, I should say it's by Ann Tyler, who is one of my favourite authors, and it's a small little novel and um, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's about second chances. It's about um, – you know, things that can be seen to be right and aren't necessarily right. It's a really lovely, unusual little story, and I highly recommend it. Do you find, Carrie, that reading um, books about characters who are not sort of neurotypical, as they say these days, like I, I just find it so insightful. And I mean, a lot of people, you know, didn't quite know whether The Rosie Project was um, Graham Simpson, I think was the author, his, his story yep. to tell. Or, But, you know, I just find it such a great way to get yourself in the head space of someone whose experience is so unlike your own. Yeah, and at times you find yourself saying, oh, my Lord, man, act, do something, you know. <laughs> do, you clearly need to make this decision. But in his own way, he's a wonderful sort of whimsical and very unusual character, bit of a cleanliness fanatic, lives his life in the sort of routine I should be in at the moment in quarantine. Um, he's, he loves his family and they love him, but they make fun of him. And his relationships that develop through the story, which is sort of the main part of the story, a, a, a young boy who turned, a young man who turns up at his house and thinks he might be his father, is how it sort of starts. And his partner, his um, not live-in but girlfriend, who is a teacher. It's a really interesting story, and no one ever actually says, actually pinpoints what condition you know, where, what, what his condition is and if, in fact, it is a condition, but you just you just draw your own conclusions. It's a really lovely story by Ann Tyler. Wonderful. So that's The Redhead by the Side of the Road and also your movie recommendation, Good Posture. I must say, Corrie's going to tell you off, but I'm sure she has mentioned Made in Italy a couple of times on the main Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast, possibly while you're away, so we'll forgive you for that, but that's definitely oh. been one of her recommendations. <laughs> Corrie and I tend to do this to each other and um, <laughs> mainly me. And there was something she recommended recently. And I said, we talked about that in February. And I did say to her, it's probably your turn, my, your turn to apologise to me because I do it all the time. But I also need to thank a lovely, um, some lovely Sydney friends who, um, by the name of Rod and Helen Lewis, whose son, Simon, and I know they listen to the podcast because they're always making wonderful suggestions. But their son, Simon, um, 
who is in the um, fitness industry, has sent me in. This bike has got lifespan fitness written on it. They sent me in an exercise bike a few days after I arrived. It was the most wonderful present. Um, well, I think it was Simon Lewis who sent it in, their son. But just whenever there's a lull, wherever I'm feeling like a complete, you know, blob, I get on the exercise bike, which I've set up near a window, which in fairness doesn't open, and I turn on the TV or I just, you know, have a glass of water nearby and I just pedal away. So that was a really, really good present. I'm told people do when they're in quarantine offer order in exercise bikes and it was so kind of them to deliver this to me. So I'm very happy. Wow. That is like a hotel delivery like none other, which actually leads me to a little email we got from Karen McKenzie. Hello to Karen listening in Perth uh, saying, hi, Karen, well done in surviving and coping very well in quarantine. Really look Looking forward to seeing you back on Footy Classified, especially as there's so much going on around footy clubs. I'm a Magpie member who would love to hear your take on what's going on in the Holden Centre. I was remembering my daughter's experience with quarantine, says Karen, in Perth last year and thought I'd give you a heads up. Not sure if it's still the same, but when she left, she could only take out of the room what she could carry. Nobody could help her carry her stuff. We had supplied her with a rowing machine and because she couldn't carry it, and all her other belongings, we had to leave it there and pick it up weeks later. So hopefully you don't have too much luggage. So I hope Simon's going to pick up the uh, exercise bike he delivered. Well, that is a really, that's actually a really interesting tip because as I was telling you, my brother and sister have been so lovely dropping off all these lovely um, food items. You've and got 16 hampers to have to carry out. <laughs> well, not, well, not so much the hampers, but some of them came. Like my sister even sent me in a proper champagne glass. So when she sent me the mini Prosecco bottles, I could actually have them in a proper glass. Well, I'm probably going to have to pack all that up. So, um, no, but somebody did help me into the room with all my stuff, so surely they'll help me out, Jane. That's it. That's a, mm. I tell you, another thing I've been told about, and we'll have to talk about this on Don't Shoot the Messenger when I'm out, but a few people have warned me that you really suffer um, from a lot of tiredness when you get out and a real lack of energy because even if you exercise and you try and have a routine and, you know, do a little workout every day, you're not using up nearly as much ex you know, energy as you normally do and, um, and you sort of tend to fall in a heap a bit when you get out. So I hope that doesn't happen, I hope that doesn't happen to me. So a warning to all of your girlfriends who are expecting to be like day one, day two, day three, like you walk so much with your friends, Carrie, so they might just have to go easy on you and not expect a uh, first week booking with the Caroline Wilson Walking Club. <laughs> oh, look, honestly, in Amsterdam, you know, my, my step count went through the roof and it's taken a real hit, I can tell you, over the last 10 days. <laughs> um, can we just remind people as well that we're having a little special Zoom drinks, an escape from quarantine. Uh, Caro's nearly out quarantine drinks. This is all thanks to Red Energy. A little exclusive chance for you to chat with Caro and Corey. Six o'clock on Monday. So that is Caro's last evening in quarantine. If you'd like to be part of this for Red Energy, you just need to email me, feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. I have got a few emails to get to, so don't panic if I haven't sent you the Zoom link yet, but then you can join us for a half an hour or so on Monday as we say cheers and goodbye to quarantine. Cara, can I give you a little recommendation as well? Sure. I just Go ahead. edited the wonderful Jock Sarong was actually a guest on a show I produced uh, that's not Don't Shoot the Messenger. Jock Sarong is on Great Australian Lives, which we produce here at SEN for 3AW and Ace Radio. So on Sunday night, 
got to spend an hour with Jock Sarong finding out about his books, but also his uh, road to becoming a writer. And, you know, I know he's a real favourite of the Don't Shoot the Messenger listeners. So if you want to have a listen to that, 3AW, 9pm Sunday or on podcast. So, yes, always a fan of Jock's work, oh, that, Karen. That is a great tip, Jane. I'm one of the few authors I can honestly say I've read every single one of his books and I'm desperate for the third in the trilogy to come out, about, um, which started, of course, with preservation and, and then the Burning Island. Yes, he Desperate. did mention he has finished it. So hopefully oh, it's God. not going to be too long. And he mentions the Ferno Islands again. And I just so reckon he needs to do a writer's tour of the Ferno Islands where those books are set. Because if there's anywhere in Tassie I'd like to go next, it would definitely be to that very secluded and desolate uh, little set of islands there. Brilliant suggestion. And I look forward to listening, Jane. And um, we'll be doing Don't Shoot the Message you at the start of the week as well. Yes, very early on Monday morning, followed up by Zoom drinks on Monday night. So, Caro, enjoy the next couple of days and get on that exercise bike and you'll be fine, I reckon, when you get out on that Tuesday. Thanks and have a great weekend. Don't shoot the messenger, Jane. This podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, most satisfied customers 11 years in a row. Isn't it time you called Red Energy on 131 806? And Prince Wine Store, bringing wine enthusiasts the greatest wine in the world. Hello, it's Stavros from O'Brien Real Estate. Want to know what's happening in real estate? Join me on Under the Hammer. Market trends, boom suburbs, and what to do if you're buying or selling. We've got it all on Under the Hammer. Red Energy's podcast lifestyle series, available from wherever you get your podcasts and the SEN app.